Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you watch nice. the floor yesterday? Oh, yes. Okay, the, the Republicans voted against it. Okay, so let's, wa- let's walk through it. what actually happened. First of all, the Democrats stood up and did dilatory actions, asked to adjourn. So was that supporting mm-hmm. to adjourn? Then they used the magic minute. They went as far as pulling the fire alarm. Not to try to get the bill to come up. Look, Democrats stick together, but they did not want the bill. They did not. They they were willing to let government shut down for our military not to be paid. No, I wasn't. We are going to make sure we keep it open while we finish the job we're supposed to do. Literally pulled the fire alarm. What is that story? Congressman Jamal Bowman of some state somewhere actually (laughs) snuck out in an attempt to stop this bill from passing and yank the fire alarm and set it off in the Capitol, uh, on Capitol Hill. And then he later claimed he was just trying to open a door. And then, as uh, one commentator put it, and then the uh, the whole media circled the wagons and insisted, yes, doors are actually very confusing. And his actions were totally reasonable when you consider how mysterious doors can be. And then you see the actual the signs in the video. It's it's a damned fire alarm. I mean, it just it doesn't look like anything but a fire alarm. And I love this from uh, Breitbart. Uh, let's see. A source familiar with the matter said Bowman casually, as the House was holding open, the House Democrats' motion would adjourn the vote earlier in the day, walked up to the door and then ripped the emergency signs off and threw them to the ground. That had the caution, do not open doors, this will set off an alarm signs. He physically took them off the door, then he leaned into the door and tried to open it. Then he pulled the fire alarm. When the alarms begin going off, he turned around and ran, going down the first floor of the Cannon office building, exited out a different door, then made his way across the street to vote. At no point did he say to anyone, sorry, I made a mistake or I pulled a fire alarm by mistake or anything. He didn't say anything to anyone until he was confronted by Capitol Police later. By doing what he did, he caused the whole building to be evacuated. Capitol Police and emergency services need to treat any alarm like a real threat unless they know otherwise. 
And, of course, this is a crime and a misdemeanor to intentionally set off a fire alarm, blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, it goes further than that. I'll get to that in a second. But So do you believe, because this bill barely passed in time for the Senate to then take it up and vote on it, and then the president signed it, like, what, a quarter to the midnight before the government was going to actually shut down? Do you believe he was actually trying to delay it enough that the government would shut down because that would uh, uh, yeah, I do. the Republican and- Party? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And Kevin McCarthy was kind of hinting at that. They really, really wanted to see the government shut down for a while so they could hang that around the Republicans' neck. They, I, everybody assumed that would probably happen for a day or two or whatever. And evidently this Jamal, Jamal Bowman, who's a crackpot, he he thought, yeah, I'll do this. So Glenn, Glenn Greenwald made the point that, one, like you said, act, deliberately activating a fire alarm without a fire is a crime everywhere in America. And then said, but what would happen to an ordinary citizen who did it with the specific intent to delay and obstruct an official proceeding of Congress? There may be some recent relevant case law on this. Exactly. (laughs) If he was trying to disrupt Congress doing their business, as we all learned from January 6th, that's its own kind of thing. You know, I'm struck by the fact that when Judy and I refer to Baxter, our dog, pooping, we say doing his business. And there's a parallel there. (laughs) Congress doing its business. But, uh, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah. There are plenty of January 6th uh, people who are like, I was just wandering around because the doors were open. And that's not all January 6th people. And I will not side with you people who excuse people beating on cops with American flags. You disgust me. But... Yeah, I see the point. I like this. Who wrote this? Uh, Oh, Babylon B, of course. Uh, After years of being jailed with violent criminals, Buffalo Head shirtless guy was kicking himself today for not simply pulling a fire alarm on January 6th to force Congress to evacuate. Quote, seriously, I could have just pulled a fire alarm instead of going to all the trouble to dress like a buffalo and charging to the Capitol, said an aghast Buffalo guy. Gosh, do I feel silly. (laughs) Oh, man. Oof. (laughs) oh boy i will never suggest again that we're at peak stupid in our politics every time i do i'm i'm humbled i'm shamed we get stupider i'm having i'm having a hard time with it seriously a hard time with what the politics of our time oh yeah 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 between some of the populism and the, the shenanigans like this and the grandstanding and the the knowledge. And these people are absolutely right, by the way, who follow the strategy I'm about to describe. They're not wrong. They're right. If I portray myself as the brave crusader who never compromises, meaning nothing ever gets done, our entire system, as designed by the founders, depends on compromise. You have to have it. Uh, if if I'm the brave crusader, I will get rich off of campaign contributions. I will travel the world. I will uh, live the lifestyle of my dreams. I'll be a hero. I'll have millions of followers, blah, blah, blah. I'll never accomplish a damn thing. But, man, I'll be the pure purist. They're right. That works these days. Well, I learned over the weekend that and this makes all the difference. The average house majority in the 20th century was 82. Mm-hmm. So you get a new Congress every two years. The average was 82. So usually you've got so many people on your side for the majority. A half dozen people that, you know, really want to cause trouble, they can't. They they just can't. It's impossible. If they want to have any effect 
whatsoever and be able to claim to their constituents that they're doing anything for them, they get a good, mm-hmm. they got to get on board with the bulk. Or they're yeah. just or what are you? Well, now it's the opposite. You can hold up the entire thing as Joe Manchin or Matt Gates or whoever because everything's so close and you get all you have it seems like you've got all the power in the world as one individual. Sure. And people who who say, well, look what, you know, that sort of uh, compromising has gotten us. Giant bloated budgets, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the budgets have bloated even more since. Right. I used to say you that. Know, I used to be that person. Well, fine. We got to tear it down because we just keep getting further in debt. Yeah, that's like, that like $15 trillion ago. So uh, this new method is not working better. It's working worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, back to a lighter note. If you enjoy the Internet, you will come across today practically guaranteed some hilarious memes in which a Jamal Bowman uh, character is trying to. uh, Well, for instance, this one, it's a picture of the fire alarm, the bright red fire alarm pulled down and then a doorknob. And there's a picture of Jamal uh, Bowman. Congress needs you to find the difference between this picture and this picture. And his answer is, they're the same picture. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. So you don't think there's a chance that he just kind of in a... Where was he... Where does he claim he was going? Why was he going out that door? I mean, because for Um, his story to work, he had to be going somewhere in a hurry for some reason. Having pulled down the emergency signs... I didn't realize it was a. I thought that was a door. <laughs> it's just, I don't know when you, when you start with a premise that idiotic. Okay. The other things you say is just not that important. It just doesn't work in yeah. any way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got caught. Just one more idiotic chapter in our idiotic politics, I guess. Um, what time is it? I don't know where to put this in. Hammer oh, time. I came across this over the weekend. I didn't realize there's a, a significant movement toward getting rid of mosquitoes, like it, making them go extinct, getting rid of the beast completely. I remember this coming up several years ago, and a bunch of ethicists weighed in on destroying species and unintentional consequences and stuff like that. But the movement is really catching hold now with a couple of different diseases that have spiked around the world. Um. Scientific Daily out with an article, How Many More Humans Must Die of Malaria Before We Decide to Do Something About It? A genetic discovery has the potential to stop mosquitoes from existing. I am not a biological scientist. But I am 90% certain if we eliminated mosquitoes from the Earth to protect a certain number of human lives, we would cause ginormous unforeseen damage. It almost has to be. I think you're right, and I, I've gotten, a, I obviously can't back that up with anything. But. I mean, there are not like extraneous species in the web of life on Earth that, oh, you could totally get rid of those and it would have no effect. How about a species that's omnipresent in the quintillions uh, everywhere? They have a role. I hate mosquitoes, I, and I certainly hope I don't die of, die of West Nile virus. If I do, this clip will be played over and over again, because um, I do enjoy irony as much as anybody. Uh, but the idea that, no, nah, that, that we've looked at it. We think we can get rid of this omnipresent species that's everywhere, and we won't have birds and frogs and whatever die off. Right. My My wonder has always been if, for some reason, mosquitoes landing on me, sucking a little bit of my blood, going to someone else, poking them, sucking a little bit of their blood, doesn't have some sort of 
value to spreading around something. I don't know what, but and you know, I'm not some sort of this is not I'm not just a crusading environmental type, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right on that. And the uh, the chance that something that major is done to again a species that's practically omnipresent and it doesn't have gigantic effects. It's practically zero. I wonder if they could kill off all the mosquitoes, but keep... I'm sure they could do this. Keep, a, you know, got a room full of them somewhere where they're continuing to breed. Uh, and we'll allow them to do it for years in case it turns out we do need mosquitoes. And we'd allow Anthony Fauci to partner with the communist Chinese to experiment on those mosquitoes and make them, like, extra big and robust just for, you know, science sake. Yeah. Just, yep. uh, hey, close that screen door, Jim. Close the screen! Oh, no! Oh, no, and Wuhan is infested with mosquitoes the size of sparrows. <laughs> and then Fauci claims they're from the wet market. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I've got one more comment on the pulling the fire alarm thing that I just came across I wanted to get on. It's really, really Hit good. It. I came across something interesting about the word retarded that uh, is fascinating. A whole bunch of different things. Ukraine funding not in that continuing resolution, and that is a growing fissure in our American politics, which could could end up being the fissure in our politics before too long. I would agree. It's practically inevitable. Yeah, it is practically inevitable. Bunch of stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's like being in the world. It's just strange, but it's very, it's very cool. Especially the last couple of songs, with the sunrise, and then just pure daylight. It was so weird. It's probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Being around, I mean, the venue is probably one of the best venues in the world to see a concert. Everyone in the audience was just kind of with their jaws dropped. 
Yeah, they're talking about the Sphere in Las Vegas, which opened over the weekend with you two playing there and all the videos I've seen of it, people just holding up their camera. It looks flipping amazing. And I read a couple of reviews from people who are, you know, review these kind of things who just said it's just a it's just a it's completely new level of this sort of thing that has never existed yeah. before. Yeah, just it felt to me from watching those videos that you're just absolutely immersed in whatever world they want you to be immersed in video wise and sound wise and it, it was so mind-blowing i actually got a little stressed i was like would this cause sensory overload or what but i didn't hear of anybody saying i vomited or freaked out or they had to carry me out on a stretcher or whatever right so last week i was talking about i want to take the kids and i was looking into prices and and so i was, I was uh, reading one reviewer who's who said you know he'd getting older doing better in life and now it's all about you know i'm going to be closer i'm not going to go to a concert and sit way in the nosebleeds he's mm-hmm. he was close for the first one then went again the next night sat at the top you want to sit at the top so i wish i had stubhubbed last week before everybody figured this out that oh. the, the best tickets are not the ones down there the best tickets are the ones up there where you see the whole thing in front of you as opposed to just like a little bit of it in front of you you got to turn around and face the back to see mm. and uh and i i could see that so that's gonna change things also well yeah and i just don't know that the u2 tickets are awfully spendy i, I think i gotta wait till like quiet riot is there or, i don't know a twisted sister i don't know right um it, the thompson twins perhaps it does look spectacular though so i i'm, I'm gonna check that out at some point soon a uh, new poll just came out Tom Bevan, Real Clear Politics. This is Monmouth University. He tweeted this out. And uh, he said, to quote James Carville, this is a big blanking number. Uh, Biden is too old. Do you agree? Strongly agree. 55% overall, 76%. Is Biden too old to run for president again? 76% of Americans say yes. 55% 55% strongly say yes. That's amazing. By the way, 56% of Democrats say Biden's too old running it. I'm sorry, 56? 56, yeah. Great, Scott. 90% of Republicans. I mean, yeah. So, I don't know what you do with that. Yeah, well, uh, if can- anybody'd like to hear me repeat it, I'll repeat it. And <laughs> eight months from now, he's going to be worse. The idea that he's running is hilarious. Elon tweeted out, among other things over the weekend, a picture of himself with a really cool-looking gun out on a field somewhere. He said, hip-firing my Barrett fifty caliber. That'd be fun to be the world's richest man. Do stuff like that just for the heck of it. Elon, these are $100 rounds. Yeah, bring me 100 of them. Uh, somebody sent me this message. Uh, kind of inside information from a guy who builds coal power plants. Four of these power plants this person built send their power from other states back to California, but California's storage plants for the energy are called green something or other, so it looks like they're using green technology. (laughs) It's the electricity pumped in from other states' coal power plants, and then you store it here and put a leaf on it and call it green something. Beautiful. Keep your virtue signal marathon going. A Washington-based consultant for the IRS was charged Friday with stealing the tax returns of former President Donald Trump and thousands of wealthy Americans a couple of years back. This is the guy 
that leaked Trump's tax returns to the New York Times. And then, of course, they printed them, even though they claim they have a rule where you won't print uh, leaked information. They did in this case. But anyway, this guy was arrested, and you hardly heard the story, and nothing much would come out of it. That should be a huge deal. Yeah, they won't print stolen information, right? Well, is this not stolen if you leak out something that's you don't have a right to leak out? Well, yeah, I mean, but they print leaks all the time, oh, just yeah, not yeah, of yeah. taxes. Yeah. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, all those principles, they, they, we, we claim them, but the moment they get in the way of our narrative, please, we toss them aside like a used Kleenex. You, Armstrong and Getty. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What follows is a fat acceptance activist advising hotels what they need to do in the future. We deserve an environment that respects our needs and body diversity. These are the exact steps that hotels can take to be more size inclusive and accessible for travelers of all sizes. Number one on the list, provide sturdy wider chairs without armrests. Number two on the list, ensure beds with strong support and a higher weight capacity. Number three, make elevators and hallways spacious. Number four, install grab bars and showers and near toilets. And raise toilet seats for added accessibility. Number five, train staff to be respectful, understanding, and accommodating to travelers of all sizes. Number six, provide pool lifts and handrails at the entry of the pool. Number seven, hotel restaurants should have roomy seating options. And sturdy chairs, ensuring that everybody can dine comfortably. Number eight, offer larger beach and pool seating. Provide oversized loungers and seating at the beach and pool areas. Number nine, hotels should provide size-inclusive bathrobes. These should go up to a size 6X and beyond. And last but not least, display clear and accurate information on these amenities on hotel websites. Include weight limits, seat dimensions, and things like that. Well, that's really interesting. There's a big difference between training your staff to not be rude to people, which I think, you know, <laughs> right. and, and making all the hallways wider. And, and the elevators bigger. <laughs> if you need wider hallways, you are really big. Yeah, maybe look into a treadmill or something like that, or some Wigovi or Sinchovia or whatever that stuff is called. It does have wow, to be, delusional. It does have to be disappointing that 
like the if the hotel robes were always too small for you to even use. But you can't. Well, they need to have up to six X available. Or no, no, they don't have to have robes available for adults who are two and a half feet tall or nine feet tall because that's such an incredibly small percentage. It wouldn't make any sense. And if you need them to tear down the building and build the hallways fatter for you, the problem ain't them. It's you. You're coming from a less charitable point of view than normal. That's saying something. And that is saying something. Well, come on. If you're so fat, you need a wider hallway, and you think the hotel ought to be accommodating of that? That's delusional. I suppose as we all have gotten bigger, I'll bet they have started making chairs sturdier than they used to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And toilets are rated for a higher uh, you know, capacity. Is that the term? Maximum need weight, to, whatever. Need to make them higher, that person said. Yeah, because the that's like a thing for older folks too. A low, the lower the toilet, the high, higher. I'm sorry, the harder it is to get up from it. Why do they make toilets so low as it is? Why aren't they higher just for everybody? Well, they ought for to be kids? lower because you need to be squatty. You got to get that thing to uh, lift your feet up because squatting is the proper way to poop. I'm told. Yeah. Okay. That aside, why are toilets so so low? If it's better for old people and heavy people, I'm surprised they aren't a little higher. I don't know. What am I? Some sort of toilet historian now? I don't I Gotta honestly admit, don't when know. I whenever I'm on a toilet that's a little taller than the normal toilet, I think this is kinda nice. I kinda like this sitting up here looking around. <laughs> Great view. <laughs> well, Jack, that lady won't need what was it, to sturdier beach chairs when she's on the moon. <laughs> this is a Maybe that is the answer for obesity. <laughs> Less gravity. The moon. So uh, this is serious from the New York Times. This gal is reporting from NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama, which local residents, I'm, I'm, I'm told, call Rocket City. Uh, half a century ago, the uh, astronauts Apollo 17 spent three days on the moon, blah, 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 etc., etc. Now NASA's plotting a return. This time around, the stay will be long-term. To make it happen, NASA's going to build houses on the moon. Ones that can be used not just by the astronauts, but ordinary civilians as well. And they believe that by 2040, folks, I know that seems like a long time, but that's 17 years from now, Americans will have their first subdivision in space. And I'm guessing even with all the space of the moon and the first home going up, then the second home going up will be three feet away from it. <laughs> Probably so, uh, and and the left will begin calling for bike lanes and mass transit. <laughs> mass transit to what? Living on Mars is said to not be far behind. Ah, so I don't know. It's not going to be a short jump from living on the moon to living on Mars. I don't think. Uh, no, no, I would agree. But uh, the uh, NASA will blast out a 3D printer. Uh, I'm not blast out, blast uh, a 3D printer up to the moon and then build structures layer by additive layer out of a specialized lunar concrete created from the rock chips, mineral fragments and dust that sit on the top layer of the moon's cratered surface, etc. Um, and so they will digitally print out the walls and structures and whatever else, theoretically. Uh, a why is the question. Why? Why are we going to build a subdivision on the moon? Uh, so then people can blast off to Mars, I guess. I don't know. So is it good? Well, that's that's my actual <laughs> question, though. Is it all going to be people that are working 
on the moon station that is all about getting people to Mars and we just need labor up there? I think that's a big part of it, yeah, that they will build launching and landing pads, too. So it's going to be um, like, uh, I'm obsessed with Oppenheimer, because I saw the movie and I'm reading the book. So it'll be like what they did in Los Alamos. They show up in the middle of the desert, and they built a town that was all scientists and their families to work on the bomb for a very long time. And the whole town, the roads, the buildings, and they had to have a store and a bar and a restaurant and a... Mm-hmm. You know, all the different stuff you need to have for a town, but the only reason for the town to exist was working the bomb. They're going to have that on the moon for the Mars mission. Interesting. I think increasingly so. Yeah, the obvious basics are going to be much more we're dedicated scientists single-mindedly chasing this. But, you know, you're going to have to have electricians up there yeah. and plumbers and and at some point laborers, I suppose. And they're going to want to, you know, turn it loose on the weekends. Well, right. Get in their yeah. lunar buggy and and then uh, jump a couple of craters or something. Somebody's going to have sex on the moon for the first time. Mm-hmm. At some point, that'll be an honor. Yeah. I hope there'll be a statue to them somewhere. I'm not that, sure what it'll look like, but I mean, well, they, I think there's something very. Wait, wait a minute now. You're as usual. You're looking at this in a childish and prurient way. I'm looking at it in terms of of science and in the significance of a species reproducing, or at least practicing the act of reproducing uh, on a different world. Well, right. Well, back to the when they built the village out in the middle of New Mexico to build the bomb thing. The government figured out, like a year or so in, that there were a number of women that were there working as prostitutes. Yeah, wow. a whole bunch of young scientists. The average age of this town was 25. That's young. Yeah. And you had a whole bunch of scientists who apparently uh, had needs, and a bunch of women. I thought, yeah, I, number zero one nine five three four six five. I'll bet Hello. I could help you out with that for some money. So the world's oldest profession showed up very quickly. It'll probably show up on the moon very quickly weightlessness asset or impediment uh, to good loving uh, wow the, <clears throat> i would assume an asset but i could be wrong mm. yeah you just float mm. off the top of her You're maybe bungees or uh and she'd say come back down here i'd say i'm trying <laughs> anyway getting back to the science um <laughs> Uh, where was that sentence? It was I so good. There those, oh, there we go. I was going to say you'd need a weighted blanket, but there's not <clears> enough <throat> gravity. You might have to be strapped together. Yeah, that's what I said, like some sort of bungees or something. I don't know exactly. I'm, I'm sure uh, sooner or later people would come up with really good stuff. But uh, people talk about living on the moon, said one scientist who's working on the actual project. But there's another likely scenario, too. At some point on Earth, we're going to run out of resources. So establishing mines and fully automated factories on the moon is a possibility, too. So robot mines on the moon... Dredging up, you know, I don't know, chemicals for our uh, electric car batteries or something like that. And then then the robots then load the the cargo onto the spaceship and it blasts off, comes back to Earth, and then we send it back. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm for this. And um, uh, I think it's really, really cool. But, man, you got you got one segment of mankind trying to get to the moon and Mars to to try to get more minerals or have more space or all these different sorts of things. And then you got, for instance, 7 million working-age men in the United States who don't work and aren't seeking work. And we're going mm-hmm. more that direction, and AI is going to take us more that direction. you got to solve that problem. 
or and people aren't having babies or reproducing. You know, you're going to come up with all these minerals and other planets to inhabit, and nobody's reproducing or working. Well, I was just going to say the second half of your screed fixed the first half of your screed. Right. Nobody's reproducing. And people are opioiding themselves to death and committing suicide at horrific rates. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff fits together. But to your earlier point, the moon is not the final frontier. Wrapped into NASA's push to build on the moon is the longer and even more far flung goal getting to Mars. Uranus. <laughs> the moon is a practical. <laughs> all right. Wow. Wow. The moon is a great spot for a layover as NASA believes that the water on the lunar surface could be converted to rocket fuel. Look at that. Now, it's just stated as self-evident that, yeah, there's water on the lunar surface. I know. It was an amazing discovery two years ago. Now it's just part of life. There's water on moon. There's probably ice right over there. It looks icy anyway. Yeah. And then off to Mars without having to burn the fuel to escape the Earth's uh, gravity. So... I don't know. I, uh, are you excited by this? Are you yearning for the day? Do you hope to be alive when blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I, not, not, I'm not as interested in that as I am the other problems. The We're killing ourselves through obesity. People aren't working. People aren't reproducing. I just I, I feel like AI is going <laughs> to eliminate all the jobs. I just think all that stuff has got to be dealt with somehow. And I think those uh, that set of problems has the uh, the potential to render all the rest of this stuff completely moot. Well, right. That's what I mean. So I could see us getting to Mars at a point where half of adults don't work because AI creates the income and everybody's miserable and alone. And crazy. Suicidal on drugs. Right. Addicted to porn. Hello. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure that, that that moment of reaching Mars will seem that important. Won't seem that important to somebody alone in their home addicted to drugs watching porn, for instance. Yeah. I'm not a nihilist, but I just think, uh, yeah, I, just think, I don't know. Here's a question for the good folks. I honestly am having difficulty picturing how what we've been discussing, especially the AI and the purposelessness and people not reproducing and drugs and the rest of it and and despair and suicide. And I don't mean to be depressing. You can still have a very, very happy life while a certain percentage of humanity is going down the tubes. Um, uh, But uh, as a realist, what are we missing? What will happen next? Is it that the... Uh, the you used to say the third world, undeveloped countries, that they will reproduce. They will be dynamic. They'll be the strivers and the achievers and the, the, the hungry, the young and hungry, literally. And humanity will be fine. It'll just look differently. I don't know. What's, what's the future of humanity? I guess that's my question. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> in, uh, in 10 words or less, please, try to keep it brief. What's the future of humanity? Um, uh, we'll finish strong, we promise, next. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You keep wanting to get back to that, and I don't blame you, because you're right. We're on the same page there. And I think it's, it's unfair what they did to you, because you did handle it better. You did handle it better. You were right. You were like, let's target the people, protect the people who are most vulnerable, and everybody else can go on with their lives a little better. You open schools sooner. And a lot of the stuff that's come in, the information we have after now, we've had a few years to look at it, you were more right. And they won't give you credit for that. Well, it's the not New York about Time- credit for me, though. It's not about credit for me. It's, right. about, okay, it's but- about them admitting that they right. were wrong. Because right. they are setting us up. So it's that's right. Ron DeSantis on Bill Maher from Friday night. An interesting conversation we are going to feature in our One More Thing podcast that we record right after the show every day. This is a tease for you to make that part of your regular listening. If you listen to our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand, make sure you also listen to One More Thing. It's usually a completely different topic of some sort doesn't air during the radio show. But uh, Mark Halpern wrote in his newsletter uh, today, Ron DeSantis had an incredible weekend with strong performances via Bill Maher, Fox News, and the California Republican meeting. Uh, I watched the whole thing, and DeSantis was great on Bill Maher. Someone pointed out whoever did his makeup should do his makeup for the debates because he looked really good, young and tan. And but he Yeah, was- I heard the comment that the light was terrible at the debate and everybody looked terrible. I think that's true. Uh, and the sound system was terrible. <laughs> I mean, just they, and the moderators were terrible. Yeah, and the was, questions sucked. Other yeah. than that, it was great. Pretty awful all the way around. Yeah. Um, uh, DeSantis. So he was incredibly, incredibly relaxed and likable on Bill Maher, which is kind of surprising to me, given you know where he is in the polling. I could see where he'd be in a bit of a panic flailing mode, but he didn't feel that way at all. Bill Maher said at one point, "You're way behind. I mean, you wouldn't be on the show if you weren't so far behind." <laughs> Which is probably partially true. Yeah, I've been mystified because I'd caught enough of DeSantis' act through the years to be really impressed with the guy. And I've just been, well, mystified that he hasn't caught on any more effectively than he has. Of course, you know, if you have the mainstream media against you, you're fighting an uphill battle and it takes somebody truly gifted. And, you know, he's just not charming in that 21st century way you need to be, I guess. Uh, I'm back to thinking it's possible for him or Nikki Haley to end up the nominee. Something would have to happen with Trump. Trump is in a courtroom right now as we speak in New York City about his finances and whether he over-evaluated his stuff in an illegal manner. But he's actually in the courtroom. 
doesn't have to be. This this court case is expected to take months, and nobody's expecting he'll be there every day, but the belief is that he showed up on day one because it's it looks great. I mean, it's great. He'll raise a bunch of money. He, he continues to look like everybody's out to get him, which they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's helpful. Yeah, just the, the speed at which he's burning through money and legal bills is mind-boggling because he's also covering legal bills of a lot of his co-defendants, defendants rather, and um, at some point that could run out. And I know he's raising money like crazy, but he is spending it at un, at incomprehensible levels. Hey kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. That's my favorite one. I love that one. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Yep, cute little kids. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is pressing the buttons in the control room. Our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? You know what, Joe? I think you convinced me. I'm I'm giving up the snacks, the chips and stuff like that. I got to remember they're addictive because they made them addictive. Mm-hmm. And they're manipulating me. And when I think of it that way, I, I think I can give them up. It does help, doesn't it? Yeah. Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman, has a final thought for us. Katie? I was mentioning walking 10 miles through San Francisco over the weekend, and one of the things I noticed, all the broken glass on the ground from the car break-ins, because I I guess we're up to about 15,000 so far. San Francisco snow, they call it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it reminds me of the new Rolling Stones album, which is called Hackney Diamonds, which is an old expression about how much crime there was in the Hackney part of London. So similar. Yeah, Jack, a final thought? I was the yard marker guy for my son's football game. Why did I find that so stressful? This is the most stressful thing I've done in a long time. I'm a grown man with a job and, like, you know, I've accomplished a few things in my life. It was stressing me out so much trying to not screw that up. You know, that's funny you should say that. I, I'm i not sure I've done much more stressful than when I was umpiring. This is a bunch of little kids or teenagers. Um playing baseball games that they wouldn't remember, you know, next year, never mind, you know, 20 years from now. Some overhyped parents, but it's like, hey, none of this matters. All right, we're out here for fun, (laughs) get a little exercise, right? Can we all agree that? Uh, Agree on that? Thank you. Yeah. Boy, but people get crazy these days. I don't know. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We've got a lot of great clicks under hot links. You can pick up some A&G swag, a T-shirt or something. Things get weird and are getting weird fast. Continues to be a very popular T-shirt. There's something we ought to be talking about. Drop us a line. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. It's going to be another nutty week, of course. Stay on top of it with us. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. They're loco. They're locking up my toothpaste. It's 100 on the crazy meter. Why do you lie? Is it your greed? <laughs> and so we have to address this. Bring it on. Let's get over with it. I mean, as you evolve our institution. Move on. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Again. What do we want to be? Losers or winners? I want winners. We need to win. You're a loser. quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> on that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you. Where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.